0: Welcome to yet another episode of the Let's Talk Leadership podcast. This is a show where I, Ellie, MD of Transition Partners and the CEO, Sandra, talk to some of the world's highest achieving business and tech leaders. In each episode, we will be sharing tales, tips, techniques and war stories in the hope that you will learn from some of these amazing leaders to help you develop and progress your career. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast. I am very excited for today's guest. We've got the fabulous Jamie Hinton, who is CEO at Razor. At Razor, they believe the only way to predict the future is to create it. They harness the power of automation, virtual reality, AI, ML, and focused design thinking to enhance businesses, experiences, and capability beyond expectation. Jamie's been voted one to watch by the LDC top 50 most ambitious business leaders. I first saw Jamie speak as part of the AI Tech North Conference as was inspired by both his energy and his passion. Luckily, I had the opportunity uh, to meet Jamie in person a few weeks ago now. Uh, When he first logged on the Zoom, he came on as Jellybean Jess, who's his daughter. Um, So throughout the podcast today, we're just going to refer to him as Jellybean Jamie. So hi Jamie.
1: Hi Ellie, how are you, Amy? <laughs> hi, Amy, how you doing? Good to, good I'm to so see you
0: good. I'm so good, I'm so excited to have you on the episode today. How are That's you getting fun. on anyway?
1: Yeah great, it's 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 such a strange time for everyone, but I think bringing that positivity and energy is, is one of the things that will get us through. So yeah, it's, it's all good. I'm great.
0: You certainly do that as well, like the energy you bring to a conversation. I think you bring great vibes, which yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today because I know that will transfer into audio really well. So let's start then our discussion by um, today by talking about your journey into tech, what led you to where you are today in Razor.
1: Okay, it's it's a it's an interesting journey. I think, like so many, it doesn't start with that whole the end in mind. When you're young, mm. you just you don't know where you're going. You don't know what you need to do. You don't know what's that's going to engage you. And, and my background is actually in music. So yeah. I was wow. at school. I I just loved um, playing the saxophone, and, uh, and and jazz music. And I, I I did that a lot. And I I, I got into the young jazz musicians in the year. I met Tony Wilson. I played with Supertramp mm. and the Ronnie Scott band. And, oh, my God, and that's so cool. It, it's just a bit different. And when people find yeah. out about that, they're like, oh, really? God, you did that? Why do yeah. you not do it now? Um, but the journey went into dance music and studios, and that's where I went and did my undergraduate degree in music technology. Oh, nice. And in that, there's, there's lots of technology, obviously, um, yeah. and computers and creativity and problem solving. And one of my majors was, um, is, was in multimedia. So I actually well, I first found out about an Integer. and and decimals and and, and programming and I really really enjoyed that and there was something about creation in that Um, and it was my wife well she's my wife now she wasn't my wife back then (laughs) and she she was like this music stuff's great and I had a few record deals and I was doing lots of cool stuff she said you want it's not always going to you know she wanted a a house and you know that sort of stuff and I've always railed against the the normal life Uh, (laughs) but I get it it's it's the real world and she was the one that said, actually, you, you need to go and do that. You love doing that. You're great at it. You've got a passion. Go and do it. And she found a an MSc course um, in that. And I, and I went on the MSc course. She actually phoned the course leader and I heard it ringing. It was in the studio and she handed me the phone. And I was like, Hello. Yeah.
0: Oh, she sounds oh, like the good. pushy kind of girlfriend that I'm like. Oh yeah, she's,
1: I, I love mean, she, She's absolutely <laughs> driven, and, and without her, I wouldn't be doing anything. Yeah, that's like, so cool. I've probably <laughs> dribbling in a corner somewhere. Um, <laughs> but that's what got me into like the computing properly, and this mm. was back in like 2003, stroke four, so the early days of it. Um, and after that, I got a job at a web agency in Sheffield called Technophobia. And at the time, yeah. they, were, they were the first people to bring online banking. Um, they did all sorts of very interesting stuff. And what was so unique was I got the opportunity to work with some incredibly talented people way back in the day. I got paid peanuts, but I wasn't there for that. And I think that's something that sometimes gets forgotten. It's not yeah. about the money. It was never about yeah. that. It was about, you know, um, just doing cool stuff and learning things. Um, and I, I got taught by some some really great people who took the time to to teach me. And I remember one of my first mentors, a guy called Ed Bolley. Uh, he was talking to me, and he, he, he could he ask, he could hear him now asking me these questions. And he said, "You don't actually understand how the internet works, do you?" And I was like, "Obviously not." So he spent two hours in a room teaching me all the ground up, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" But I was, wow. there was just you so uh, excited about it. Um, at the same time, because I loved it, I. I got introduced by my dad to a, a company who wanted a website and I built them an, uh, an e-commerce site awesome. and it was one of those that entrepreneurial sort of spirit where you heard Richard Branson sort of say um you, you say you can do it and then you work out how you do it later and yeah. this literally what happened I went down they showed me their existing <laughs> web application and I was going yeah yeah I can do this yeah yeah great And in my head I was going oh my god how am I gonna do it um, and I remember walking, I had my Nokia N95 and I was Googling all these books and I bought loads of books. Uh, cut long story short, they were a client for many, many years. Wow. It grew 50% year on year. They trusted me to automate their whole business. And, and now they're one of the, well, they're the second largest model retailer in Europe oh built on technology. And I, I feel like I've been a part of their journey. Um, that's really cool so it? It, and and from there it just it just grew and grew um, do they now
0: know that you didn't really know what you were doing back
1: then yeah yeah so <laughs> I, I even told them at the early days you know it's like once you've delivered it you, I, I like to be honest and and, and, yeah, and open about it and it's that that integrity of I will deliver you this yeah. and I went and did it yeah. I would never let them down And I think that's how I've, I've built everything going forwards it's like you say you'll do something and you'll do it mm-hmm. um and all of thats it's just, it snowballed. And it was basically January uh, 2009, it had to be a, a formal business. So we got back registered and an accountant, yeah. still working on our day job, working up to head of development and all that sort of stuff. And then it was December 2013, where the, the head of project management there, a guy called Steve Trotter, again, just one of these very driven and, and incredible characters, completely opposite to me in terms of organisation and everything. He even wrote my resignation letter. He goes, we are starting this. We are doing this. And this is your resignation letter. And we're leaving on this date. And this is what's happening. We're employing wow. that person. Oh, my and God. And I was like, um, is this what? What? We're going to do this. Ah. I'd had my second child at this point, like a couple of months before. It's, like, it's Yeah, happening. that's so
0: daunting, isn't it? I love the fact that some of the two of the biggest life decisions that you've had have been made by other people.
1: <laughs> but it's that trust, isn't it? And I think that's yeah, the yeah, point that. of everything you yeah. have to do. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes you just need came. that
0: gentle push, don't you, to be able to, like there's so many people that could be amazing entrepreneurs, but they, and, and they talk oh, about it massive. all the time and they never do it. And sometimes you just need that gentle push, that trust and that blanket that everything's going to be all right to be able to do it. And that's mm-hmm. so Or cool. sometimes
1: a bit of a harder push, not even a gentle one. Uh, and I love that. You know, you ask what are you are fearful of? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm almost fear, fearing my fear. Like, Come on, yeah. get on with it. What are you scared yeah. of? Let's do it. Let's go. And, okay. and and I think, yeah, you're right. You just need that little hook and off you yeah. go. And, yeah, and that's, that's it, so it. good. And Steve did that. that. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, he's done that relentlessly <laughs> over, over all the years. So that, that's my background. It's a bit weird, a bit different, but isn't weird great?
0: Yeah, I love it. That's my favourite bit about tech is like different people's stories and how they got into it because I just find it so interesting and um, all the different backgrounds. And I just think it really helps like encourage people to be able to make their move now like I was actually doing a, a, a speaking at an event this week for Manchester Code so that encourages people to step into tech later in life no sort of technical degree background yeah and puts them on a course and gives it a go and like I was helping them on like landing their first job in industry giving right. like ideas of what to expect CVs interviews etc cetera. And it's just so interesting to be able to help people that haven't gone the kind of really obvious route. But there's so much value in bringing different experience, life experiences into, into your role. I just, yeah, I love it. It's,
1: it's absolutely huge. And I think on that point, I've spoken to quite a few people who've done this. Yeah. And they, this, what you notice is that there's the term of soft skills. And I want to I want to quash that that whole term. It's not um, soft skills. Let's call them the really hard skills. Yeah. Because they're really, really hard. They yeah. take a lot to be of really good at
0: communication, or yeah, yeah exactly. Like you, you can't put a value on skills like that, can you?
1: No, you can't. I mean, it's easy for me to say because I am a, a developer and done it for many years. But the code is the easy bit. You can learn that. You can Google it. You can sort it. The other, it, I say easy, but it's it's easier to learn, I think, than those communication yeah. skills. Those those ways to connect with people, to mm. ask ignorant questions, to be confident enough to go. You're doing that because. And that's yeah. where the, I think the real magic comes. You're actually discovering problems that businesses didn't even know they had. And that's the magic.
0: And that's what you're doing then at Razor. So tell us more about that and what you guys are up to.
1: So at Razor, we've, we've always, we, we are techies. I mean, our strap yeah. line is the technology works. Yeah. And Razor by name, Razor by nature, we, we sit on the cutting edge, the bleeding edge, so, so that our customers don't have to. And that's, that's from a brand level and everything else. And what we do is we we invest heavily in that R and D because the tech space is moving so fast. It's yeah. like, I mean I don't think there's a day who goes by where there's a new JavaScript framework or something. Yeah. Um. So we, we invest heavily in that and, and we partner with businesses, large 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 and small, uh, mm-hmm. to help them innovate to develop sustainable innovations and also disrupting innovations to challenge nice. their status quo. Um. A lot of them aren't moving fast enough. They they're they're again they're scared they're fearful of oh should we move to the cloud or how does this data thing work do we invest heavily in that and it for us that's we ask those ignorant questions and we give them strategies to play it out um, so and you spend the so really time lovely. doing the
0: research then so they don't have to and then you can just yeah. present the great ideas to them and
1: yeah and do and all and the fun them.
0: bits like, yeah we deliver stuff, it right?
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly it's really yeah, good. Good.
0: amazing and how how big's the business now like where are you at in terms of size and team
1: oh god are you are gonna ask me a number question and, and i'm gonna to have to say steve steve can you tell me a number he'll know the number straight away i think <laughs> i think we're over 30 now we've we've, yeah. we've recruited what 12 13 now i think during lockdown alone wow uh, that's in. really good yeah that's really good thing. three joining us in the next week or so um exactly. which is why i'm like because sometimes it's so, I, I try and speak and know everyone. And when it comes to like the numbers, I'm not really bothered about the numbers. I'm bothered oh, about no. each the person people. as a. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. So, that, that's all exciting.
0: So, that's really interesting, then, that you've grown so much in the past 12 months. What about. So, Sheffield's home for you, right?
1: Yeah, Sheffield born the, and bred.
0: The newbies, then and the office is just you've just got Sheffield as a location at the moment are they Sheffield or are you looking remote what's the strategy
1: no they're all over actually and it's always been by design that um we're not in a fixed location I truly believe that that the human interaction is very very important it doesn't really matter where that is um when as straight away as we started everyone had very powerful laptops and it was always each workstation was designed that you could just drop in and plug in and off you go, or you can move into the collaborative spaces. So our new new uh, environment that we have is very collaborative and open spaces. Mm-hmm. So really with all the lockdown and everything, it was already ready to go. And, and I think opening up that pool and, and that wider diversity, um, not that we weren't doing it before, we were, but I think it's really accelerated a lot of that and taken yeah. away again, we come back to that fear thing operationally it might be fearful and I'm, I'm usually like
0: yeah it'd be fine let's do this cool yeah <laughs> and then i get
1: then i get brought down to the ground going oh how are we actually going to do this i'm like
0: yeah we'll sort it out um,
1: <laughs> but it's really come together and i think it's one of those yeah. those those things that solidified and gone yeah that was definitely the right thing to do and, and it is great and it yeah. works so well
0: yeah that's really good to hear fantastic so let's explore that leadership style then it sounds like you're a really daring energetic passionate leader but let's talk about how that's developed over the years was leadership natural to you or
1: I don't know I'm I'm the youngest of three and I think I was always that little one vying for I don't know attention or whatever it is and and I've never I've never focused on leadership as a thing I know there's that whole thing is it born is it bred is it whatever and I think for me, it's about, I've always loved inspiring people. Yeah. I've always loved getting the best out of people. It's about uh, an energy, an exuberant mm-hmm. energy. And, and one of the things I, I think I've, I've really wanted to achieve in life is, you know, when they say to you, what, what do you want people to say to you about you yeah. at your funeral? And yeah. that sounds really morbid, but it, yeah. it's, it's not a bad practice to do. And when I realized it, it's actually, I want people to go, that person helped me achieve this, or yeah. I learned a lot from that person. I really started to focus on that. Not mm. on like oh I want to be a leader, but by doing that you actually position because you don't position yourself as a leader, the other yeah. people position you as leader. You can't make yourself. Agreed.
0: Leader. So by putting in like the actionables, then you are naturally going to fall into that yeah. status.
1: Exactly. You f- you focus on the roots yeah. and the yeah. fruits sort themselves out. And yeah. it that so- that sounds like a real management BS sort of talk, yeah. but it really matters. You're focusing on you're focusing on the stuff that matters that then bears the fruit. So you're actually putting other people first. You really care about what they're doing. You ge- when you say, how was your weekend? You genuinely mean it. And you mm. ca- genuinely care. Yeah. And it's not just about work. You know, I, people who work with us, I want to know them personally. And that comes from yeah. right on the recruitment side yeah. through to, oh, you're moving house. Oh, you need to be, I'll come and help you with that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, what day do you need me? Yeah. Who are, why am I more important than anyone else? I really am yeah. not. So yeah. that's my sort of, my leadership style. I, I, it's not leadership. I don't try. It's more of a, yeah. a coach. And a, I want to make you guys or you know, make everyone else better, and then surely that's a good thing. You're going to do a great
0: job of that. It sounds like you certainly are. What about challenges then? Let's be really honest, because it's so great, isn't it, to sit here and talk about how well the business is doing, uh-huh. and like, what, like, what pain points have you got right now, and what challenges are you facing, and how are you solving them?
1: Uh, there's always challenges, and, I, and it's that how you frame them. I love the word challenge rather than a problem. It, you know, it's, it, it's great. The, the challenges we have are around scaling, and that comes in, manifests itself in so many different ways. We've always said we don't want to scale exponentially because we could do that. We could have four or 500 people in this business by now, but that's yeah. not what we want to do. Uh, I think it's that, I'd like to think it was like a 20 mile march. Every day we'll do 20 miles, and it's a consistent. If it's really bad, you know, the weather's bad, we will still do 20 miles. Um, and a lot of that is coming from me letting go. I think we 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 know this one all too well. You're actually letting go and and, and being able to delegate um, and let other people, I suppose, make small mistakes so big ones can happen.
0: We yes. have this whole thing
1: of it's okay to make a mistake. A mistake is just another way of learning. Um, and, and letting go of that, that's, that's a big challenge. And I think that's a big challenge for anyone who's, I feel like Razor is is... Is mine and Steve's baby. And we've really curated it. And there's, I think as you scale and grow, the challenges are around letting go, retaining that culture, which is about the people yeah, and the recruitment bit and, and finding those people that really stick. They're, they're really hard
0: it's interesting isn't it because there's actually more of a challenge in letting go than finding the right people to take it over like that's actually just so much harder than like there's always this this excuse isn't there about finding the right people to do it or Mm. or if you're lucky enough to have an amazing team already then that makes things easier but but the actual challenge is you letting go yourself and not and not when you're so good at your job which clearly you are because you wouldn't be in the position you and Steve are both in unless you weren't but kind of the challenge really is is that, that piece, and that's going to be really
1: tough. It is. Um, it's really hard. Is that the kind it's of the like
0: steps in
1: over the next 12 months then? Yeah. The, the, sorry, the, the steps the next 12 months. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: That's a, that's a tricky one. We're, we're actually we're, we're doing some planning at the minute, and I think that's what – because you're always catching up. There's always mm. something, you know, you, you get more people, and then it grows, and then you feel like you've got more space, and then you don't have more space. Um, mm. And it's getting clarity on the steps in the next 12 months. We, as a business, some of the really cool things, and it's like ba-ba-da-ba, I'm going to launch and and, and share publicly <laughs> that what we did, we're we're starting an incubator called Bulldozer, wow. and this is where we're we're engaging and really focusing on our cause, our bigger cause, the thing that's bigger yeah. than us, the thing that's going to be around after our children's children children's gone, and it and it's a it's a much bigger thing, um, and the bulldozer thing is is to is to, to enable again it, it really aligns with that whole thing of enabling other people to achieve Um, and we're not one of those incubators that just give you some money and some time we actually because we bring the might of razor to it as well and we bring everything else you know we will actually literally build your idea as well as invest heavily and coach you know you you get so
0: exciting and this surely then allows you to be able to like step away from the i don't want to say daily grind a razor because it's your little baby so it's not it's not like that but it but it does allow when you've got something exciting like this it allows someone else to have the opportunity to step up while yeah. you focus on the incubator, which is so cool <laughs>
1: but weirdly and truly RazorWay, away um we've actually got one of our uh, senior engineers to head that whole sphere oh, right. that up so yeah, to, again the... it's not about us yeah, yeah. It's about them and yeah. and they've they've actually brought the, their first um Big project, which is a, an AI driven CCTV monitoring system. So it's a, it's a product, it's called the La Monitor. you can go and buy it now. And that came from internally of the team, the guys working on stuff. They had this idea, they built a bit of a prototype, they pitched it to us, we've done it. And I think that, that's wow. testament to us doing what we say we'll do. Oh my God, I love
0: it. So it's like, this, a this team is all new.
1: Yeah, well, and that's what we're trying to foster. That's yeah, really that's so cool, isn't it? You're getting all you're getting all the firsts in this one. Oh
0: my god. This, this, this got is the scoop. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. So let's talk then. You said you are like Sheffield born and bred. Let's talk a little bit about the Sheffield tech scene. Um obviously you're a key figurehead for that, but we're really, I guess, involved in the York in more Leeds, really, tech yeah. scene, a bit over in Manchester. We started doing some business in Newcastle. I've touched a bit in Um, Sheffield before I know a few a few people there and and got involved in a couple of events there, but not hugely. Tell us more about it and and Sheffield and the future.
1: I think it's a really vibrant scene and there's so much going on. My biggest challenge with it, and I've said this in in different areas as well, is it's it's the humble brilliance. We don't shout about it. It's all here, but we don't shout about it. And I think that's true of the whole North. Yeah. And I'm I'm a big Nor- I'm a big Northern fan. You can like yeah. Manchester, Leeds we're all in it together. Yeah, and yeah. and I think there's this humble brilliance of we we're like everything's happening down there, but we don't shout about what we can do. Mm. We don't shout, we don't believe we, again, we don't believe in, in how much we can actually achieve. Um I think it's growing, but not at the rate that it really should be. And yeah. I and I'm sort of I get so annoyed that, you know, talent Um, to me is skills plus experience equals talent i I rail against that phrase of talent because it almost it almost sounds like you're it's a god-given thing and i don't Mm -hmm. believe it Mm -hmm. is i don't believe that anyone popped out of their mother's womb going i am incredible at x or y it's about purpose or practice yeah Um,
0: specifically when you're talking about like machine learning for yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly. it's a bit different to being talented at Painting or something like that, yeah, but you can't.
1: You, but anyone could be great at painting. Anyone can draw. Yeah. You just have to yeah. focus. Usually, what happens is people get an interest in it when you're younger, so you do more of it, so you get yeah, better at to it. Get better. And because you get better at it, you enjoy it more, so you do more of it. Wow, <laughs> what a surprise! You just got a bit of an interest in it, um, and, that, and it's just and that's really interesting. Anyone can literally draw. What's what's the big? Yeah. You know, not to de- decredit it. People have practiced and they're incredibly good at it because it is all of the practice. Just like the music for me, or you yeah. know, when I went into writing code, it was mm. purely practice. And it was night and day to do this thing really mm. well. Um, so that's why I, I just think, I don't want the talent to, to go away. And when people are going to are mm. losing people from the North and going, uh, going elsewhere, we've got such a great tech scene here. We don't shout about it enough, but we need yeah. to nurture more and more, a much earlier grassroots and encourage right at the school level and our kids yeah. to be interested in problem solving, not so much literally writing code, but problem yeah. solving and interested in these areas. Is so there anything the abs- that you
0: do at Razor then to help support that sustainability within uh, of the tech ecosystem in Sheffield in particular that's like quite interesting that we can talk about?
1: So, yeah, we, we've we supported the UTC here uh, and we we go in and we give lessons and, and, and coach the, uh, a lot Very of the cool. cohorts. And yeah. um, we also have brought on lots of graduates. Um, I'm a, I'm one of the, I, I'm basically a non-exec for the Developer Academy in Sheffield, which is a, a oh, coding yeah, yeah. school. Um, yeah, great. And so we're very involved in all of our, the grass-level roots. Yeah. One of the things that we're, we also do is, it, within Bulldozer, we, we own the, the, okay. the, the Again, it's very much so in our cause of bringing people here and, and nurturing yeah. what's here. And, and mm-hmm. to, it's a platform for us to shout about it. And within that, we're, we're actually trying to have initiatives to engage at you know, the STEM sort of educational level yeah. to encourage schools to do more, to encourage schools to actually think a bit differently and to encourage... Yeah. you know girls to do more maths and um our, one of our developers um who's a and she does ml as well she yeah. great amazing and she goes <laughs> back into the schools and shows the girls that you can do it and i think we need more of that um we we need to do more we're not doing enough and we need to get everyone else to do the same thing as well
0: of course it's so important isn't it so clearly that's one of your passions but what else are you really passionate about as
1: an entrepreneur and a business leader what am I passionate about? Um, make it changing people's perceptions yeah. to be positive about the future, yeah. and positive how technology can enhance our future. Yeah. I really, really rail against the negativity of oh, it's all going to be, di-, you know, we, like, you know, say about the news is always negative. Yeah, and we like, you know, we, we both were at the AI Tech North, mm-hmm. and there's, there's there's almost like this negativity against like oh AI, it's going to cr- crucify all our jobs. Oh yeah. <laughs> i for me the biggest thing i'm really passionate about is changing people's opinions and what the future can hold and what they can do about it stop criticizing stop being negative about it and you make it you make the action to dictate your own future it's you putting what you do now is going to dictate your future
0: you've got to get on board with it haven't you and i think actually before we came on the podcast podcast you said something really interesting about the rate of change that technology is having Mm. and the impact of that but as humans, we haven't evolved at the same pace. So I think that was, I think, I think it'd be interesting if you talk a little bit more your thoughts on that because I found that really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's it's something that, you know, you have one of those, they're, they're never light bulb moments. They come out over listening and reading. And so that's something I do a lot of, a lot, lot of reading. Um, and I had this moment of, Phil, of there's been so much technology change over the past 100 years, 200 yeah. years, 300 <laughs> years. And that moment of, what has the human done? What is it, how, how If we showed technology to someone 100 years ago, even mm. if it's buying a burger from McDonald's, they'd go, that's an obscene amount of meat to eat in one sitting. And you <laughs> what? You go around in a box with wheels on it. What? This is crazy. You know, it, it would just blow their mind. And you've got a mobile phone there as well. It would blow their mind.
0: They wouldn't and believe the human, it.
1: The human being has not evolved. The last big major change in a human being was 1.4 million years ago, yeah. they reckon, something like that. And that was the brain size hop. And also right. got a little bit taller since then and a bit blonder overall. That's, that's right. the only changes. But we haven't changed. But everything around us, how we live, our environment, uh, you know, every, the technology we have to engage with, how we speak like this, this, this call right now, that, that blows someone's mind 50 years ago, 20 years ago that this has yeah. happened. And I think we've got to be empathetic and understanding of not only our physical nature, but also mm. most importantly, our brains, what mm. goes on, our subconscious, how we react to things. We see everything as a threat and we need to be empathetic of that as leaders, especially from a technology point of view, of how course. this is going to affect us going forward and, yeah. and and moving that and understanding it. I think for me, it's going to be like a, such an interesting and exciting thing to be doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. That leads me quite nicely then about like how you manage that personally. Like you, you've got so much energy and enthusiasm and it's clear that you love what you do but how do you how do you sustain that how do you look after your own mental health well-being personal health how do you manage the stress of it all? you seem like this guy that sort of runs at 100 miles an hour
1: <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> i've I discovered stoicism now that okay. sounds again that's probably one of those contrived things that, but like modern stoicism i started yeah. to Study it. I first came about it when I read a book called um, "The Obstacle Is the Way" by a guy called Ryan Holiday, and that started me. Well, got me really interested in Marcus Aurelius and his memoirs. Yeah. And when I read that, I was I was almost I had that moment of God, hasn't the human being gone backwards? Why wh- Why do we not think like this? And it's practicing those those Stoic things, like you know, we spoke about that whole thing. What's going to be like at your funeral? these little stoic practices of there will be a last time I shut the lid on this laptop, or there's a um, last time I say goodbye to my kids. There's a last time I'm going to pick up my kids and hold them. Yeah. A, there, there was a last time that my mum picked me up. I mean, yeah. I'd love to see her try and do it now. <laughs> but when you start thinking like that, you, you anchor yourself in a, in a totally different state yeah. and that allows you to reframe everything. So when you think of challenges and, and something's gone wrong, Mm. shouldn't be blamed it should always be reframed of what can we learn from this that was that a, you know what lesson can we get from this so that's that's how i try and, and do it and it's it's capitalizing on the positives you know, really enjoying those positive emotions and reducing the negatives of the the bad emotions that makes you really resilient you know when something bad happens you don't lose your, sh- your yeah you no know, you don't go off the rails. Ah, bang, rail bang. you don't need to do that <laughs> If you can control yourself and, and have these practices and be grateful for the situation you're in and reframing everything as, as something you can get good out of it, mm-hmm. then actually oh, so many good things come from it. You know, we all get good and bad luck. And yeah. there's, there's this return on luck. So what's your, what's your return on luck? When you get a good opportunity, do you rinse it for everything? If you get bad luck, it's just the same thing. We all get the same doses of mm-hmm. it. How do you mitigate them? How do you stop them from affecting you? How do you stop ruminating? Yeah. That, that's how I. That's how I look at it, and that's how I. That's do.
0: really good. It sounds like it keeps you very present and it yeah, in
1: the here and now. Yeah. Because yeah. they say if if you think too far in the future, that's anxiety. If you think too far in the past, that's depression. Yeah. So get a good balance, and especially with that, what everything's going on at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Stoic practice. It could be a lot worse. You could not have a leg. You could not be able to see. You could be. You could have a um, a stem. Um, epilepsy and, and not be able to even move your eyes so actually being like you being stuck at home you know yeah. self-isolating Lucky, hey God. yeah exactly exactly yeah.
0: we are the lucky ones aren't we i thought this yeah. sweet when i would i was obviously i mentioned to you earlier that, I, that i've got covid at the moment and it, at, being at home this week and it's quite easy to feel really sorry for yourself isn't it yeah but instead i was just kind of thinking the whole time i was just so grateful that like it hasn't gone to the extent that other people and that's why I just kept thinking about it, yeah, I'll feel a bit shitty, but ultimately it's like nothing in comparison like the scale of what else is
1: going on in the world right now with other people's families. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely so true. Lucky, but, aren't we? but you can't even have those two emotions. You know, if you feel grateful, can you feel yeah. angry at the same time? Yeah. Our brains can't do it you know mm-hmm. I, that's a, that's a really good point you know when people say i can do two things at once and i know women are far better at well this before masquerade. this you were
0: talking about how awesome your wife
1: is it oh is, she's amazing well what well, a legend and it's, also she works at razor as well right yes 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 so she's, cool. she's on the board i mean god what that's would amazing. you do without her she, uh, and it's that whole <laughs> so many people have this um uh, what's the word not delusions of grandeur they the the when you feel like you're you're in a place and you shouldn't be, and what's the word? I'm, I can't remember the word. You know, imposter syndrome. That's the one. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. My wife sometimes has that. And it's like, you know, we're all feeling like that. We're all winging it. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. If you just bring enough energy to it, it'll be fine. We'll People do it. Believe it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, that landed your first client at Razor, anyway, exactly, right? Well, exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you, you've got to believe in yourself. Um, that whole thing of, of being able to do two things at once. When my kids yeah. say yeah, you could do it or women could do it. And I saw it was on um a kid's program. Um, and what they do is they have you put your hands out, and then mm-hmm. someone else pushes your arms down. Okay. Yeah. And they found it quite hard to do. Now you mm-hmm. say, put your arms out, stand on one leg, and you can push your arms down really quickly. And it's a physical way of showing. How a human being cannot really do two things at once because the brain's Mm -hmm. going. I'm sent. I've got to try and balance. I've got to try and balance.
0: Not good at it at all.
1: We're absolutely rubbish at it. (sighs) Not try and do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So focus on things and be present. I think. Oh yeah,
1: very much so. Very much so. All in. All in on that one thing. I love that.
0: I've been super inspired and impressed by everything that you spoke about, about um, the business and and your path, but what's, what's the next? And obviously you said you're doing a lot of planning at the moment, you've got the incubator. What else, what's the next 12 months look like for you, Jamie, and personally and professionally that you're really excited about?
1: So with the business, it's a
0: big part of that. because
1: that is Yeah. The the business, I think we've shown that we are resilient. We're very resilient and we're very focused on what we're doing. Did you panic last
0: year? Because I always find that really interesting. No. You didn't panic?
1: No. There's even a post on LinkedIn. um, And if anyone's listening and wants to connect with me, I'd love to speak with you. There's a post on LinkedIn. And it was right at the start of it. And some people railed against it in terms of uh, the, the phraseology. But the analogy I gave was fall forwards. If you're in a fight... Yeah. If you fall backwards, you're going to get knocked out. Fall yeah. forwards. Go against your instincts of locking down on um, PR and recruitment right. and people. Don't yeah. do that because it just it just rips everything apart.
0: Yeah.
1: Be stoic. Be stoic. Be stoic. Really hold hold yeah. strong. And don't yeah. let your subconscious, irrational mind take over. <laughs> Slow down. Think about it. Do the right thing. Fall forwards before you get yeah. knocked out. Um, and clearly so you know, that's it, put
0: in, you guys in really good stance. You've, yeah, you've we'll like... been actually thirty
1: percent higher this year. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah, we awkward. went for it. We took we took that opportunity when yeah. most people wouldn't have done, it, and we started straight away on it. And and we we built, you know, our data practice has grown significantly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that, as I think, I believe that it is such a growth area for us. Oh my god! So this many, and that's, year, that's what we're doing.
0: This year, everything that from us as a business, everyone's after is yeah. more supporting. Um, like python we're doing more python yeah, yeah. engineers than ever I'm before surprised. and php interestingly as well like everyone this year i don't know whether it's like the slant towards e-commerce but i don't know oh, yeah, yeah php is like the big new thing everyone
1: wants yeah to i can imagine that shopify everything else it's all very php um great and not a bad language you know yeah. i could think of worse but <laughs> well, let's not get to <laughs> Uh, Language wars. No, so what them else around. then? What else are you excited about? <laughs> oh, God. I think, I, do you know what I'm really excited about? Seeing everyone again. and I'm going to give them yeah. all a the damn big hug. I can't yeah. wait. Even if they don't want one, they're getting one. <laughs> 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 but I mean, it's, 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 it's getting everyone together, <laughs> the energy of us all yeah. being together. Um, yeah. I know it's a bit of a, 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 a pipe dream at the minute, but I know yeah. it's going to happen. And I'm really yeah. positive for, for how ev- you know, the, the economy is going to come out of this. That's yeah. just human behavior. Yeah. I, I feel very, very excited about where the future is going, what we're going to be doing, the partnerships we're, we're forging at the minute. Um, some of them are under wraps at the minute. I, I, ju- I, I just I'm just bubbling with excitement of, of where this is going to go, what we can achieve. So exciting, isn't it?
0: And that feeling of elation that's going to come when we do have the big, obviously. Ah! Yeah, it's going to be good, isn't it? This year, I think, we'll all party a little bit harder than before when we can eventually. Well, go.
1: I'm going to go to a nightclub, even though I, I don't I don't really want to, but I'm going Bring to. Bring the saxophone. Oh,
0: yeah. get the
1: I'll get on the stage and do it, yeah, let's do that.
0: I love a sax on your night out, they're brilliant, aren't they? I had one before oh, yeah. my
1: wedding, actually. So. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, do you still play now? Uh, only when my kids force me.
0: Yeah, it's so lovely. Well, I, I did dig
1: kids. out. I did dig out some tunes actually. I found them from like two nineteen ninety nine two thousand, and I put them all on SoundCloud. Um, oh wow! That, I just uploaded yeah, them because so my kids. I would are... like to
0: listen. It's interesting actually that there's quite a lot of correlation. Like, I know a lot of the lot of um, people who've interviewed on the podcast have like done a bit of DJ. Neil Dunlop oh, I it right. from Billy Works. He DJ's in right. his spare time. Yeah, there's yeah. a few there's a few other tech leaders I've spoken to they're into it. It's really cool. It is, good, good. Good. It's good to have hobbies help you unwind. So maybe you'll pick up. Oh god, gotcha. yeah. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show today. I've really enjoyed speaking with you, Jamie. So, you're, you're happy, you mentioned anyway, you're happy for people to reach out via LinkedIn. Oh, and
1: get yeah, please do. I'd, yeah. I'd love to have the conversation. And again, it, true to my actual core values and beliefs, if I can help people, I will, whatever oh. that is. I like to coach people, help people, and, and for them to succeed. And it's, it's great.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. So, thanks so much for your time, Jamie. And thank
1: you very much. It's been great Take to be yeah. on.
0: We would like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. It means a lot to us and we really appreciate your support.